Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th. Look for the code on page A2. Then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry. You could win the grand prize of $100,000. Grab the paper every day. Get the code on page 2A and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes. Visit 150kgiveaway.com for details. Hey there, Cape Cod. It's high noon on Wednesday. Time for us to see what's going on around the Cape. We have an exciting weekend coming up. Happy Father's Day to, to all you dads. And uh, in fact, what's happening this weekend is the um, Hyannis, it's, it's now called the Greater Hyannis Chamber of Commerce Father's Day Car Show. And it's a very exciting time because it's the 25th anniversary. In order to celebrate that, we decided to reach back in time a little bit and talk with Hank Farnham, who is one of the co-founders of the original show. Welcome, Hank. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Gwen, and thank you for having me to share this opportunity with the folks out there. And uh, This is our 25th anniversary. Uh, we, we started the show back uh, in uh, 1994. Actually, the concept for doing the show came about thanks to Bill Stevens, who's a a television guy and an author, all pretty much motorhead stuff, automotive related. Is he uh, on the Cape or, or? He lives on the Cape, mm -hmm. um, used to live in West Barnstable. I think he's in Couture now, but he uh, uh, he does all the color commentary for the Mecham auto auctions, uh, talking about the different cars, very knowledgeable. Has written several books about famous uh, race car drivers um, and a great guy. And he, he had been to a show out in Michigan, a very, very big show that lasts for several days, and they have over a thousand cars that attend it. Uh, and people line the streets in, in this uh, town there, and, and uh, it created a, a week, almost a week long event. And that's what Bill thought would be good for us here on Cape Cod, Main Street, and Hyannis in particular. And so uh, he got a hold of, of Frank Catania, who was then the, the president of the chamber, Hyannis Chamber. Um, and I knew Frank. I was one of the founders of the chamber in 1983, so it's I knew from the hospitality those group. Yeah, um, we know him from Daniel Webster and and uh, his other restaurants. So. Correct. Yep. yep. That, that family. He's he's retired now, uh -huh. enjoying golf and, and cars. But um, so anyway, we uh, got together with town officials and ran the idea behind them. They thought it was a great idea, and they thought it'd be wonderful for the downtown and wonderful for uh, residents and. and uh, guests. And so we, we picked uh, Father's Day because we thought cars and dads and granddads and all would, would be kind of a, a great link. And, and it was. And it was mm -hmm. a big hit uh, right from the very beginning. We had, I think, 125 cars in the first show, uh, which we only had Main Street closed off uh, fr uh, from uh, Barnstable Road down to High School Road. So it was mm -hmm. pretty full. And, and so the it was either the next, next year or the year after we decided we had to go all the way down Main Street. And, and now, if I read this correctly, we, we have a, a story with details and schedules coming out in this week's Cape Week on Friday. So um, if you need details that you've missed in the conversation here, uh, you, can find them, you can find them there. And um, our reporter, uh, Haley, 
had, um, I should say her last name too, our reporter Haley Robertson had uh, spoken with uh, the folks at the chamber and yourself, and, and I think she said that there's a, there were 350 registration spots open for cars. Yeah, that's the maximum we right. can get on. And Main they Street. filled very quickly. It, it filled right up. It's, uh, well, it's partly because it's our 25th anniversary, and thank you for sharing that with us, uh, them, uh, that we have nine bands coming. Uh, so there will be concerts going on through much, much of the day on Saturday and Sunday through the whole 25 show. 25 hours, right? That's 25 hours of music for the 25th anniversary. Ah, that's nice. And I saw... Um, one of the singers that I know is Isla Brown. I don't know her personally, but I know I've seen her sing before. She is uh, a uh, season five American Idol finalist and also uh, daughter of, of Senator Scott Brown. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a familiar face and some other wonderful music as well. So yes. did you have, I think you brought something. I do. I do. You are so prepared. <laughs> well, um, we, have, we, we have, uh, we started off with the Shula Grant Band. Uh, on su on uh, Sunday at 9 a.m. Then we have Anna and the Moderns from 10.30 a.m. till noon, and then George Gritzback Band, they're a local group, from noon on till uh, 1.30, and then the closeout will be Soggy Poe Boys. <laughs> and on uh, Saturday, we start off Saturday at 2 p.m. with the Melick Moon Group, and at 3, it's the Super Soul Shine, at 4.30, it's Brian Sansa's band. And then it's, at 6, it's the Crabgrass Bluegrass band. If you like bluegrass, they're really good. And then, as, as you said, when uh, Ayla Brown will, will close out the Saturday night mm -hmm. show at 7.30. So it's really okay. a, a great group. It, uh, I'm still trying to imagine a, mu a musician who can get up for a 9 a.m. Um, <laughs> uh, gig, you know. That just doesn't go together in my mind. <laughs> but that's okay. So now we, you know, I was thinking that what we should do is, is uh, move on to, to what for many people is the exciting part of the show. Now, maybe you could tell us a little bit about uh, one or all of these cars and uh, whether we might see, you know, one of these cars life-size as opposed to uh, model-size. Sure, I'd be happy to. This, I'll start, uh, this is a 1965 Ford Mustang Shelby GT350, and that's one of my favorite cars. Uh, and we have, there's a fellow who lives in Dennis who owns a car identical to that, and he's had it in our show several times. And the value of those Shelby uh, 65 GT 350s is now somewhere between 250 and $300,000. So it's not something you want to take out and, and have. Well, is that because of its rarity? Its rarity and the aura of uh, the, the connection with Carol Shelby, who passed away a few years ago. And he uh, developed the Cobra and the four GTs that won Le Mans and the manufacturer's trophy back in the 60s. So it was the only, I think, only American manufacturing firm that did So that. this was a classic car when it was built. It was Absolutely. built as a classic car. It was, it was built as a muscle car to compete in the muscle car arena mm -hmm. with the uh, GTOs and the uh, 442s and the Hemi Cudas and all those. I wasn't sure if um, just, uh, you know, a regular car from 30 or 40 years ago that's been lovingly cared for and garaged, you know, grows into classic status or if it needs to be a car that was born a classic. Uh, actually, it's more the latter, um, but a, a 
a limited production vehicle, it can be very popular and very appreciative in terms of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my wife had a pretty rare car. It was a, a, a Chevrolet SSR pickup truck. They only made them for three years, and they only made 24,000 of them. And it was built on a Corvette chassis. Uh, and you push a button, and the top would go down. Huh. Yeah, and, and so it was a pretty cool car, but uh, it, for some reason, it's never been popular, and they they have depreciated rather than appreciated. Oh. And so, uh, but they can go both ways. Mm-hmm. But usually, it's because uh, the condition and the rarity uh, in terms of number made is pretty much what drives it. And these aren't all American cars, are they? Are they? In our show? Yeah. Oh, no, we have sports cars. We have MGs, Triumphs. For, I saw a couple of Ferraris, um, Maserati. Yeah, so there's a number of really cool uh, foreign sports cars that are going to be there. Great. I want to remind uh, viewers that if you have a classic car and you have a question about that classic car, we're willing to try and field it, or Hank's willing to try and field it. Um, and if we don't get the answer today, we'll, we'll try and get it for you. So feel free to write in, um, type your question on, on the Facebook Live, and we'll see uh, what we can find out for you. So tell me a little about over the years if there were, uh, you know, cars in particular that drew a lot of interest and, and, um, and that, you know, that you yourself were surprised to see. Um, well, over the years, uh, the desirability or the want factor has changed considerably by generations. And uh, back when I first, I bought my first car in, in 1956, it was a 1930 Model A Coupe, and I paid $65 for it. And uh, I restored that car, and uh, then I found another one of a similar vintage, and I restored that. And uh, then I got interested in hot rods and that thing. And, and shortly thereafter, uh, the... Uh, desirability of those older cars um, became less and uh, different uh, cars became more popular. For example, as I said, the the muscle car era in the 60s, those cars were very popular, but most of us couldn't afford to buy them then. Uh, And so now that we've retired, they've become even more popular. And so Mm -hmm. they've gone up a lot in value. I was down at the Mecham auction in Kissimmee in Florida and Two years ago, when there was a, a, a 67 Cuda, Barracuda convertible that sold, it was a, five, a four-speed Hemi-powered, it sold for $2 million. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to take a moment to uh, take a comment from, from uh, John Miller. He says, uh, great that you do this year after year super events. So that's, you know, a little bit of uh, fan, fan mail for you. Oh, great. Uh, so, and... Um, we, I should say that that you did this for uh, the first years, and and then uh, after it was established and going, uh, you took a step back, and and um, you still work with the show, uh, but not in the same capacity, right? Right. I was the the chairman for the first ten years, and and uh, I felt that it was time after ten years that new blood should come in, and and uh, so Chris Keo took over, and he did it for the last, I think, eleven years. Um, 
And But it's an easy show to do because we had it structured right from the get-go with volunteers who love to come and work every year. Mm-hmm. So the continuity of the same people and um, knowing what to do is, is very helpful. The challenge comes in parking uh, because we have 350 cars that we need to get on the street in a right. real hurry. Um, and so, we, we, and we have turnover in that capacity with the volunteers because they have to be be at the show at 6 a.m. to start parking the cars. And so, the older they get, the, the less desirable 6 a.m. sounds. Hank, there. I can tell you right now, I will never volunteer to park cars. <laughs> when I got my license, the instructor said, uh, if I give you your license, we just keep driving because you're good at driving, but you can't park. <laughs> and it has pretty much been true, and I can't imagine how intimidating if you're not familiar with these cars, it is to park them. Oh yeah. yeah so well. when you were talking about your first car, is it like, was it like the, the yellow one? Don't we still have the yellow one? Yep. I can't see it. This actually, this car is a 1932 coupe and this particular car was the star in the movie American Graffiti. Ah. If you remember that. Uh, Barely. I think, I think <laughs> as I remember, the guy's name was Milner, but anyway, yeah, my car was very similar, but it was all stock. It wasn't. This has got a big V8 engine in it and uh, all modernized running gear and all. But yeah, it was like that. So yeah. it's. And, a- and then I had a. a that was a, the, the uh, 1930, and then I had a 32 coupe, coupe, and now I have a 1934 coupe. It's a five window coupe mm-hmm. like that with a rumble seat in it. Wow. And do you. Um- do you do all the work, you know, the body work, the engine work? Um, when you restore a car, do you, are you uh, working on the no, whole I used thing? To. I, I mm. used to do that in the beginning. They were much easier to work on, and parts were very plentiful, and everything was cheap, and, and you could. And, and But now, uh, it, with more modern uh, powertrains, the engines, transmissions, and all that, they're a little more sophisticated. And Plus, I'm, I'm an old guy now, and, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, I... I I find that if I take something apart, it doesn't always get put back together in a timely manner. So well, no. even without giving myself the old label, I, I never was good at getting things put back together, you know, so I was hesitant about what I took apart. Um, I think changing the oil might have been the most I ever did, and now oh, I've got to find a place to uh, legally dispose of the used oil, mm-hmm. so it's really not worth it. But <laughs> anyhow, so do you drive your classic cars? I do. I, I, I have four. Um, I have a, uh, a 1929 Model A Roadster pickup that would be classified as a rat rod. Uh, that's got a 61 Corvette motor and an old two-speed power glide transmission. Uh, I haven't had that out of the garage in two years. I have a that 34 Ford Coupe, which is a beautiful car. Uh, I bought that from Brian Stanley, who had built it, and he did a great job with the car. Um, and I have a 2008 Corvette. Uh, convertible that is when I bought it, it got stuck in my garage and it hasn't come out since. And so it's got less than 2,000 miles. What do you mean it. stuck? Well, I, I, <laughs> I got a lot of stuff buried around it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I have my new pickup truck, which I just got, and that's a Ford Raptor, which is an awesome uh, vehicle. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I drive them. Are there um, places? besides the Hyannis car show where people can gather. I, I sometimes even see people at the Kmart parking lot on Friday nights, but where they can gather to chat, you know, share their interest in cars and, uh, and uh, show off their, their car. I mean, that's what we're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. That, a great question. Yeah. There's, there are quite a few uh, clubs around and uh, the Cape Cod classics, which is a very active club and they help us a lot 
uh, do do the uh, Father's Day show, they meet on Saturday evenings, every Saturday evening at the uh, Patriot Plaza on Route 134. Mm-hmm. Den- um, Dennis, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they have a big show, The Blast from the Past, in August. Um, uh, there's also a little show at the, the uh, Root Beer Place on 28 in Harwich, and then Falmouth has a number of shows, and mm-hmm. they do one. So the show's a lot. Is there like a central website for these shows, or is it by the group? Yeah, that's a good question. The uh, uh, There is, but you have to go online, and I, I forgot now it's an off-cape uh, group that, that lists all of the okay. events that are going we'll, on. Okay, we'll get that for you and put it in the comment section if anyone's interested in seeing all of the events in, in involving classic cars. Is that the best term for all these wonderful yes. cars? So it's um, now what's the deal on touching the cars? Can uh, you? <laughs> most of the vehicles have little signs like, unless you're nude, please don't touch. Um, <laughs> because uh, uh, you, you'll have little kids that, if you have a car which that has a running board uh, set up on it, uh, they, they don't want the kids climbing up on the running board mm-hmm. and they're leaning in through the window to look and, and stuff. And some people do uh, that. They don't know better, and, and belt buckles are not friendly to paint. Oh, okay, um, yep. And so Better to ask first, just like with a dog. Better to ask the owner if... Uh, you know, because I know some some owners are big on letting kids sit in them, but probably with some cautions. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I've done that. Let because uh, a lot of times parents will want to get a picture of their kid mm-hmm. in the car, and I'll I'll say sure, especially my rat rod. I say you can climb on or do whatever you want because they have a magic marker that touches up and oh. scrape. You know. Okay, I gotta try and get one. We need to talk. I, <laughs> I just have a regular old Subaru, but it's uh, getting scraped up here and there. Um, so. This is uh, obviously a big show for you because it's the 25th anniversary, um, but also because these events are being added. There's a road race, and I think you have the times on that. So we're going to put our glasses on and take them off until we can make the words appear. Okay, so the uh, road race is on Friday evening at 5.45 p.m., and it's called the Sun Run, and it's at the Village Green, and it is a certified two-mile course and it benefits Camp Sunshine, uh, and that's a, a, a camp that helps terminal ill youngsters. That's here uh, on Pleasant Bay, is it? I, I'm not sure where yeah. it's on the Cape. I might be wrong, but I know it's on the Cape. I've been there. And, and that will be that road race will be uh, led by four vintage cars. And then Saturday, we've extended the uh, uh, Saturday event, and so the uh, 24, 25 hours of music begins on the Village Green at noon, uh, and that runs till. Um, I think nine. Uh, then there will be the uh, car owners, the participants in the uh, Father's Day show, uh, those who signed up will have a reception dinner. Uh, they get a dinner and a couple of drinks on the town green, and uh, that's from five to seven. And then there will be a, a small car show from uh, Barnstable Road to Pearl Street. We close uh, Main Street. Like a parade? No, it's a, it's, it's oh, a smaller car show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then at 7, when that ends, the cars will be cruising Main Street. And so you'll see a lot of cool cars. So there. Sunday night. Saturday night. S- uh, Saturday night at 7. 5 to um, 7, yep. If you want to see these in motion, which I had a curious, I was curious about the kinds of speeds that you um, that you experience when you're driving these cars. They seem to have very big engines. Yes. But I, I don't know if if, uh, if they have a top speed that's lower than today's cars or. Uh, the... Uh, 
you know, cars like this, the, the hot rod, this is a, a 427, uh, 67 Corvette. Uh, those guys will easily probably hit 140. And Wow, so we're really, those are performance cars. <laughs> and they'll get there quickly. Yep. Yeah. In uh, 60 so, seconds, as they say. Yeah. So this guy feels left out, uh, Hank. You need to tell us what it is. Okay, that's that's a 1948 Ford convertible. And, and I got my driver's license on a car very similar to that, except it was a coupe, my brother's brother's uh, Ford coupe. And, and so I have a little soft spot for that. Um, <laughs> I wish I had that car, as a matter of fact. It was, it was cool. Um, what um, Did you build these models, or did they like, come well, like these this? These are die cast. Uh, the, these are the 118th, the larger scale, mm -hmm. uh, and they're very popular. They're very solid oh, yeah, when I was well, holding and it and up. The hood opens, the trunk opens, the doors open, the steering wheel turns, the wheels in the front, and all that stuff. I'll let you do that, but can we get try opening? Whoa. Sorry, guys. Opening the trunk. Okay, there's the hood, and inside yeah. is a little Ford. Let's hold it towards the camera. Flathead V8 engine, which was hugely popular, and you can't see because it's too tiny. But um, and then in the back is the spare tire. You can see uh, in movies, people all piled into these cars, you know. Isn't so these are, these are really for, for old timers to enjoy looking yeah. at. But occasionally yeah. I've had, uh, when my kids were young, uh, I, I'd had to call the record to take something off to the uh, dump. But, oh, yeah. but well, they, these, they really, these look the quality, like they're in good shape, yeah. The detail of these cars is amazing to me. And, and you know, they run from... I don't know, twenty to thirty dollars, and then they have some real expensive ones. The Japanese ones are about one hundred and thirty. That's actually more reasonable than I was expecting because the detail is is unbelievable. Mm. There's the dash is detailed and and the uh, steering wheel, but uh, now with the real cars, I have found in I've attended three or four times the car show, and I find that the um, the people who are there with the cars. They really want to talk. You can, if you want an education about cars, that's where you can get it. Well, that's a great point. And, and our show is, is so popular because it's one of the, the, the biggest participant shows, uh, uh, spectator shows uh, in the Northeast. We get anywhere from 50 to 60,000 people at, at our Father's Day show. This is amazing. And for that reason, the, the car owners love it because they always have people stopping and taking pictures or chatting with them, asking questions. And so it's, a, a, you know, a, it's like a holistic event, really. Why don't, uh, and that's maybe not that many, but you've had a good turnout from the beginning. I think you brought a picture with you, a photograph oh, yeah. of the first uh, car show. and. The one you took from the uh, the fire. Okay, so these are two different years, but these are from the uh, ladder truck where the flag flies, and I climbed up there uh, and never will do it again, but uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty scary. You can see the crowd, and it's like that all day long. These are two different years, actually. But uh, And I think in addition to the uh, cars, if I remember correctly, there's a lot of food to buy and... Uh, you know, uh, even some other stands that, that are selling uh, selling things. So Absolutely. it's it's a really festive uh, festive day for Dad and for anyone because I know that uh, I've met women who are into classic cars and and uh, who drive them either on the road or or uh, sometimes uh, even on the track, depending on the car. Yep. So uh, we can't forget. You know, it might be Dad and Mom's day. 
but and it's it's uh, free to go and you just buy things as you want to right that's correct yep and and i think it's typically the biggest day of the year for most of the merchants and the restaurants uh, uh, in in the old, uh, not too long ago they used to run out of stuff quite frequently because the crowds got bigger and bigger and and occasionally we'll have a special person uh, come and, and like we had Shirley Chacha Muldowney who was the national drag race champion and double A fuel dragsters which you can't get any better than that and she was a pistol boy uh, and did we, she speak she did at the uh, Saturday night event mm -hmm. yes yeah and she had some terrible accidents and so she's kind of hobbled now but you know when you go yeah. 200 miles an hour and your car flips over it's not always good <laughs> now this may seem a stupid question but i'm assuming that most of these classic cars are five-speed transmissions uh you know manuals no actually that, that's a good question they're mixed and automatic transmissions have become much more popular now because if you were a young kid. You uh, now uh, you got your license. It would most likely be on an automatic. So mm -hmm. a, most of the younger people don't know how to drive a standard shift. That's why I couldn't drive the race car of that lady I was telling you about. I didn't know, but I have since learned, and uh, I like it being able to do both. Mm -hmm. Now I, it says here that you are going to have cars dating back to 1921. So I'm assuming that the older ones. About what year did they start putting the automatics in? Uh, I think it was 1949. I, I think Oldsmobile mm -hmm. Hydromatic was, may have been the first uh, automatic that I can remember anyway, 1949. So it, um, I'm trying to picture, because I haven't been in a while, what it will look like when you um, sort of start at, where, where would you start? Kind of at the paper, right? If, it, if we walk out the door of the paper and uh, here on Main Street and, and look down, we're just going to see a corridor of, of cars on both sides. And um, it's just amazing to me how that transforms the space. So it, uh, it will be a lot of fun. And um, I assume you're going to be there. And if, if you have questions when you're out there um, and... Um, or, or you need directions, or uh, I'm sure where is the nearest bathroom is a popular one. <laughs> Do you uh, you have porta potties out on the street? Oh yeah, we have porta potties, mm -hmm. and there are plenty of uh, restaurant facilities available. Great, yeah. but if you see someone wearing this pit crew, then you can uh, stop them for information. And why don't we close? Maybe you could tell me that story about the the uh, the pit crew. There was another shirt that your family got you. Oh. <laughs> Well, some of the, the gals who worked in the, the, the Heinz Chamber office uh, thought they'd be cute, and they got me a, a replacement pit crew shirt and it said pit bull on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly were if when you needed to be to get the car show started, and it must feel good to to see it still thriving after all these years. Oh, it's great. It's great. I love it, and so many people that I know love it, and they say, we can't wait for the show to start. And, and But we have great volunteers, and it makes it so much easier. People know what to do and do it well, and the police and the DPW and the fire guys, they're awesome too. You have a substation right down there mm -hmm. on, on Main Street. Yeah. But, uh, uh, well, we're looking forward to it. And what I wish you, I thank you for coming, and I wish you the weather we have today on Wednesday mm. because it's just about perfect out there, don't you guys think? So don't forget to come by Hyannis this weekend for music and food and to see some spectacular cars, learn a little bit more about them. Thanks for joining us today.